Hello, you guys, and welcome back to episode four of The Lively Pod with your host, Lauren Elizabeth. Today's episode is a little bittersweet because it's all about college preparation, and I am a last semester college senior, which is just crazy because it went by so fast, a little chaotic because COVID was right in the middle of it. But that could be a whole podcast episode on its own. Overall, I have loved my four years at William & Mary. I'm super excited for all of the senior traditions that come with William & Mary this year. And I'm also super excited for post-grad life. It's becoming real and more solidified by the day, which is super fun and exciting. So that'll be kind of my next adventure. But since I am a last semester college senior, I wanted to get this video in for how I prepare for college because it is honestly something that maybe your high school preps you for a little bit, but every person has a unique perspective on it. All of my friends do something completely different. And so I thought it might be helpful to just go over the tools I use in school, how I personally prepare, like my mindset, my physical space, socially, etc. And just the things that I do just to maybe give you new ideas or if you always feel overwhelmed in the beginning of a semester or maybe you're a college freshman and you just don't have a routine down yet. I wanted this episode just to spark some creativity, spark some ideas, and kind of from like a big cis perspective. So I split the podcast into like two parts for how to prepare for college, one being school and one being how I personally prepare. And I will put down in the show notes where those two split in case you don't care about the tools that I use to set up for each semester, or if you just want to be done with the episode after I talk about how to take notes and stuff like that and just not listen to how I personally prepare. That's fine too. So definitely read the show notes and yeah, let's dive in. So as far as it goes for tools I use in the semester, strictly for school, we're going to go through what I use to keep track of my assignments, aka my life hub, where I keep basically everything about my life in, which is Notion. And then when it gets into notes, that's more like Google Drive, good notes for my iPad. We also are going to cover outlook which is emails how to organize that making sure you get your textbooks what format to get your textbooks google calendar and then just like organizing your computer so to dive in notion is where i store all of my assignments so at the beginning of the semester during syllabi week Um, hopefully before syllabi week if the teachers are on point and give you the syllabus early in whatever online format they give it to you and we use blackboard but when you get your syllabus you just go through it's tedious turn on the tv but you're just gonna put all of your assignments into notion 
and it will give you many ways to look at it. That's what I love about Notion is that you can look at it in calendar format, you can look at it in a table, you can look at it for only one class. The way I have my Notion set up is it's also my work hub. So I have a master schedule that has everything. And so it has my work deadlines, personal deadlines, vacations, and all of my school assignments. And then I basically created, I copied that calendar and I just filter out everything besides school so that I only see school assignments in a section of it. I'll try to give a Notion tour on my Instagram, so definitely go follow me on Let Us Be Lively over there if you kind of want a visualization of it. But even if you just look up on Notion, or sorry, if you look up on Google or TikTok uh, school Notion setup, there's so many. You can also go to Etsy and buy one. They're like $2, $3, and the whole template is done for you. So if you're not super techie or just don't have the time to do it, it'll do it for you. It'll be super aesthetic. That's what I love about Notion is that you can make it look really pretty. But yeah, just put it in there. So Notion is where I put all my assignments. I check it daily. I check for readings. I check for tests etc. When I have tests or big assignments like papers, I also recommend wherever you keep your assignments, two weeks before that date, put a little, add a little extra homework assignment for yourself to start that. All you have to do is say start paper and you can check that off super easy by just creating the document and having it up on your computer just as a reminder that you need to start working on it so that you don't get to that week and say the paper's due on Tuesday and you haven't been looking ahead and you realize you have a 20 page paper due on Tuesday and you just looked at it on Sunday. Not ideal. So by creating these little extra assignments for yourself, you'll give yourself a little reminder to start those. So once you have all of your syllabi entered in, all your assignments entered in to whatever platform you want to keep them in, you can move on to Google Drive. I love Google Drive for all my notes and any, like I put the syllabuses in their folders, so I create a folder for every class in Google Drive. And then I create a notes document in each folder. And I like to keep all of my notes for each test in one document. I know a lot of people like to do like day one notes is one document, day two notes is a new document. But I like to keep it as a running tab so that when I go to review, I basically have it all in one place. The study guide is ready. I just have to maybe edit it or add in textbook reading notes type thing. And so I create a notes document, I make it aesthetically pleasing so that the headers match the color of the folder of the class, the color of the assignments in my Notion, things like that. So Google Drive is a great place to put all of those things. And it's also a great place if you wanna share your notes with friends, all you have to do is share it with them. So it's been super nice throughout college to be able to have that shareable feature and work alongside collaboratively with people. Speaking of Google Drive, 
You can also create a Google Sheet. So if you didn't like the Notion or you just don't have a Notion, don't want to deal with a new platform, one of my best friends, Annika, she did the like TikTok trend where you create an Excel or a Google Sheet and you input all of your assignments into the Google Sheet. You just type them all out and then you sort it by due date. And so then you just have this huge long list of all of your assignments by when they're due and you can do it like that. So just look up TikTok trend school assignments and I'm sure it'll pop right up. But she loves it, swears by it. She did it last semester and is going to do it again. And so that's kind of my Google Drive setup. I love good notes on the iPad. So if you're a handwriting person, you can have notebooks. I take all my notes on Google Drive because I just type way faster than I write. But I do love good notes in my iPad for readings because I can annotate the readings. And I did use my iPad to handwrite notes when it was when I was in stats class or chemistry because there was a lot of drawing involved. And so I do recommend the GoodNotes app if you have an iPad and want to be able to annotate your readings, highlight your readings, or handwrite your notes electronically. GoodNotes you can also view on your phone and on your computer. A few of my friends digitally plan on these platforms because they can handwrite in a planner like I know a lot of people enjoy doing and then they can still see it from all their devices. So that's pretty cool. You could also look into that. And yeah, so that's how I input my assignments. That's how I put in notes, where I take my notes, how I set that up. Like I said, create a folder, color coordinate everything. And then another thing that I set up every single semester is in my email. I create a folder for every class so that communication between group projects, between me and the professor, all of those things, I put directly into that class's folder so that I can always refer back. And so I set in uh, or I set up my Outlook. I also try to email my advisor just an update every beginning of the semester at the end of the semester just to tell them what I've been doing, if I have any questions. I'm not sure that I have done it yet because I had a major advisor change because my advisor left. So sad. So I haven't emailed the new one yet, but just to check in, keep growing those relationships. I know you hear all the time how important it is to have a relationship with your professors and your advisor, but I really would hone in on your advisor relationship because they can really help you get in the door, whether they go and talk to a professor directly and give a good recommendation about you, they can help you with internships, post-grad, and they're just a friendly face. I loved my advisor. We are still in constant communication, even though she has left William & Mary, but I highly recommend emailing your advisor at the beginning of every semester, giving them an update, updating them what you did over break, just to get them to know them on a personal level as well, because they'll email you back and tell you about their lives as well. You can also take this time when you're going through your emails to schedule meetings with your professors if you know you want to meet with them right off the bat. 
So feel free to like add that into this part of preparing for college. The next part that I prepare is textbooks. So I have done this differently several years now. And what I recommend after my last semester, because I had this happen, is wait until the first week is over, or at least you've gone to the first class to get the textbook. Because I bought the textbook last semester for a class, and then the professor on the very first day said she hates the textbook reading, she will never make you read the textbook. It's just there if you want a supplemental read or are confused about something and you want to read about it more in depth. And so that was just money wasted. So wait till you do the first class. I know a lot of people will order their textbooks way in advance. So you can definitely do that. But I highly recommend waiting just in case you don't need the textbook because you don't want to spend that money. And then I always go the ebook route. Forever and always, I always go the ebook route because I like to be able to highlight, take notes, and then I like to see the summary of all of the notes that I've taken because you can like go and look at it and they put it all in one place. Some platforms even turn it into a study guide for you. Some platforms have flashcards and extra study materials if you buy the ebook version or like rent the ebook version. So I personally don't mind reading electronically, especially if I download the app on my iPad, it makes it super, super easy. And it doesn't feel that different for me than reading a book and it's not heavy in your backpack. So that's a big plus. Lastly, the next tool that I use for school is Google Calendar. I love Google Calendar. I use it to organize everything in my life. I input the classes. I make sure their color matches the subject color so that everything is cohesive. I know exactly by just looking at the color basically what I have going on next. I put the location of the class just for that first week, kind of hectic, just want to make sure I know where I'm going. I also add in big test days into my Google Calendar just so when I'm making plans with people I don't forget about a test or I don't plan a trip when I have a big exam the next week type thing. So I try to put those in my Google Calendar as well since my assignments are held in Notion, not Google Calendar. You also should take this time to put in breaks for school like spring break weekends that you're going to be away, adding in social events. I'm in a sorority, so I basically just merged my calendar with their calendar to get like formal dates, date parties, meetings that I'll need to go to so that I never miss an event. And it's also the house Google calendars like houses my work schedule. So it's super easy to see it all at once and I highly recommend using some sort of calendar where you can see those big events so you don't miss it and it's not just written on like a sticky note somewhere where you might forget about it because there's so much going on in college you all from coffee dates from 
from just the sheer amount of reading you'll have to do and all the fun things while you also have all the stressful things it's just so much easier when you don't also have the stress of trying to remember where you're supposed to be at what time you can also use a physical planner for this a lot of my friends do that so it doesn't have to be electronic if you're not an electronic techie gal lastly just to set up for my semester i prepare my backpack and in my backpack i of course have my laptop my ipad but i also have a binder or a folder i switch this up depending on the semester but it's typically just a small folder for any paper handouts that i get in class because i hate when papers get wrinkled in my backpack so just having this since most things are electronic now you don't need anything extreme like i feel like in high school i had like an accordion folder and things like that do not need that in college i just needed something small for whenever i just needed a quick place to throw a piece of paper that i was handed without it getting ruined i also in my backpack have a task list a task list notebook and it can be any notebook i have the daily planner from papier that i love but i also just have like a blank notebook from papier that i just put in the daily to-do lists and sometimes you just need a physical reminder or you just want to physically cross something off your to-do list and so i always have a notebook it's also great for just writing quick notes if you want to remember something and then i have snacks i'm a big snacky person i will always have a protein shake in my backpack i'll typically have nuts chocolate love my some chocolate and so i always throw that in my backpack so that i'm not tempted to go get ice cream or something sweet after a meal i just have my chocolate prepared to stay on track hit my protein oh i have energy fizzes gotta keep myself energized and yeah i of course have my headphones but that's pretty much it in my backpack since everything's electronic which is super nice it's lightweight makes it super easy and yeah so this is the point in the podcast where we're going to kind of transition into how i personally prepare for a new semester and so there's a few different things that i do but the first one is how i mentally prepare for a semester because it can be I've talked to other people about this where like you just get anxious before the semester starts because you know that there's going to be an influx of stress just this huge workload coming and there's not a lot to do at the beginning so it's like how do you prepare for that influx of stress and so what I try to do is I build out a strong morning routine And I input it into my Google Calendar with like a list of everything I want to accomplish. So what time do I want to wake up? Do I want, right now it's like journaling, working out, morning work, and, or like maybe you could include making breakfast. 
something of that nature, but building out a strong morning routine so that you don't even have to think about it in the morning and you have that you time to begin and just center yourself. Because that's the other thing about college is that you're constantly around other people and sometimes you just need something for yourself that you're doing for you that's quiet and so that can often be a morning routine. To help prepare for the influx of stress, you'd also begin meditating or find a hobby that you can do to take a break. My friend Sarah Griffith, she started knitting and it's a great way for her to handle the stress of a semester, but also it's just something that's super fun for her to do. She really enjoys it and she's actually monetized this. She launched an Etsy shop that I'll definitely link in the show notes where she now sells her knitting because a girl can only have so many knitted hats at one time. And so she's now sharing it with other people, which is a great way to do it because she now has this hobby that she really enjoys, but is also making a little side hustle out of it. So you can also do that with your hobby, but it could also be your hobby could be working out or going for a hot girl walk, listening to podcasts. Like you can try to do that every day. And then also this kind of goes right in with your hobbies or just like preparing mentally, but like find your habits that are non-negotiables before the semester starts because you know that you are going to have a hell week it's gonna happen. It happens in every single semester where it just like every single professor decided that that Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday were gonna be the days that they assigned the biggest assignments. And so you want to have your non-negotiables that make you feel the healthiest, make you have the most energy and things like that so that they're already in place. You're going to do them no matter what so that you head into those hell weeks prepared. So my non-negotiables this semester are meal prepping because it's something that I've realized about myself is that when I don't meal prep, I end up eating crap food because I'm in a rush and I just need something quick and crap food makes me feel like shit and I my energy goes down the drain, I get acne, my self-confidence drops to near zero and it just makes, it adds so much on top of the stressful week that I have and it it gets out of control and it just makes it 12 times worse. So I come back to these non-negotiables. So meal prepping, working out is another one for me. And then my gist days. I have to have a gist day at least once a week where I can do the laundry, clean the apartment, take a self-care day, etc. so that my physical space allows me to do my best work elsewhere. If you don't know what I'm talking about with a gist day, it stands for get your shit together and you should definitely go listen to that episode of the podcast. Kind of tying right in with the gist day, personally I like to prepare for college by having just stay. I clean the apartment. I wash my sheets. And then I also use this day right before the semester starts to schedule my appointments. So think of me as your mom right now. You need to schedule your dentist appointment. You should also schedule your haircuts. 
I love to do this while I'm looking at my calendar after I've put in social events like formal and date party because I'll get my hair done right before that. And like this semester, I'm going to get my hair done right before graduation so that I'm feeling my most confident, beautiful self going into such an exciting time. And so you can input your dentist appointments. You can do, if you have a dermatologist, add that one in, your haircut, and you've made these appointments so you don't have to think about them during the semester because I know it gets crazy. It, like, it goes by so fast and so slow at the same time. But you're not going to think about your dentist appointment when you have an exam the same week. But if you scheduled it at the beginning of the semester, it's on your calendar, you'll just go to the appointment and it'll be done and dealt with. And you don't have to think about it again. So try to make your appointments now. And then I also like to pick out my first day of school outfit. Oh, I feel like a toddler. But yeah, because... That's just fun, and I like to pick out my outfit before the night before anyways, typically. But my first day of school outfit this year was a William & Mary sweatshirt and jeans because I felt like I needed to be school-spirited for my last first day. Next, I always start the semester with doing this journaling exercise. And the prompt is writing out your ideal week. And I use it to keep reference in case my schedule gets overwhelming and I need to get back to the basics. So like ideally, what would I do every single Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? I'd write out the schedule, I'd time block it. I'd say Monday, I want to be my yoga day. I'm gonna do yoga, I'm going to try to get coffee on Monday with a friend and then Tuesday strength training and I want to do family dinner on Tuesday with my cousins that go to William and Mary just to make sure that I'm getting these things in weekly that have value and matter to me so that it doesn't the semester doesn't go by in a blink of an eye and I realize that I only got dinner with my family once so things like that it can be nice to have this ideal schedule. It won't happen every single week. It probably won't even happen one week out of the year because somehow a curveball always gets thrown in somewhere. But it's super nice to have this schedule to reflect on. Like say you have a really free Wednesday and you're like, what should I be doing? It's like, oh, you're supposed to be recording the podcast episode. And so it's a nice reminder to write out. So I love that journaling exercise. The last thing that I do to prepare for a college semester personally is socialize because at the beginning of the semester, everyone's back from break. You're catching up with people. Go on coffee dates with friends. Schedule dinners. Go do fun activities while everyone is in syllabi week because syllabus week is a joke it's super easy and if you've already set up and prepared for your college semester it can be a super fun time to just go hang out with people because no one really has assignments due yet so no one's going through their own personal hell week while you have an easy week we're just all in this period of excitement for a new semester new beginning so take advantage of it and go out and have fun I guess that's my last tip is like 
the start of the semester is such a fun time, low stress, new beginnings, and you should just go out and enjoy it. I know that's what I plan to do for my last semester of college. Those are all of my tips that I have for you to prepare for college. I hope some of the tools are useful or at least give you a new perspective on how you could do things and prepare for college. And then I hope the personal preparation gives you a few ideas for how you can take care of yourself now when you're feeling low stress so that you have these tools in mind for your personal life to handle the influx of stress that comes with a new semester. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's Wellness Wednesday. I hope you have a wonderful semester and I hope you'll tune in next week. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.